believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. But the God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the new world order because of our I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. That you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God will do today. Welcome! It's Friday night and we have Friday night praise and prayer going on here. It's February 2nd, 2024 and I've got my uh, co-teacher here, Gus, in the house as well. I just wanted to welcome you. One thing I wanted to announce before we get going, guess we have a brand new app out. I'm really excited about it. In fact, if you just uh, have your phone and get it out and put it on the camera, you will see this right here. It is a QR code to where you will have a link to our two apps, actually. Uh, the brand new one is the B2G Ministries app, that second one. So whether you use a, the Apple phone or a Google or Android phone, you have a link right there. Uh, so you can go you can, you can go to blessedteach.com slash apps as well. Blessedteach.com with blessed with the number two teach.com slash apps, A-A-A-P-P-S. <laughs> or just use that QR code right there. And then you'll bring it. Uh, you'll love this new app, by the way. I get really good reviews on it. You'll be able to find things you can't find anywhere else because it points to like, um, we have these playlists of just Gus teaching, by the way, or my teachings and clips and small little uh, 60 second or, or less clips, as well as being able to find the podcast that's, in a, that's an MP3 file that's not so big. So if you listen to your car, it makes it a lot easier. All that stuff and everything you can find between all our different platforms that we have, and we have a lot of them, because <laughs> because uh, we've uh, had a lot, we have all the equipping type stuff that's in one platform. We have this uh, social media slash 
Facebook replacement in the neighborhood platform. We have this ability to do searchy and find the actual phrase of when anybody said anything on my show or when a prophet said something. And that's called the searchy platform. So all that can be pulled together in one place by this app. So make sure you download that right now. Um, again, that's the B2 Ministries app that I think you will really enjoy. And the neighborhood app is the Facebook replacement. Uh, you can chat with people and really get together with everybody. But uh, again, both those apps you will enjoy. Um, so load, download those. With that, I'm going to bring um, Gus in, and we're going to we're going to open this up in some prayer. Gus, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good tonight, Rick. How are you? Awesome. How's everybody? Well, yeah, thanks a ton for continuing to do this. I know uh, we have a, an expert that uh, goes in and tries to find the best clips of our teachings, and um, it never fails. And if Gus is on that week, he get, he gets one or two great clips of Gus's deep thinking in the Bible, and that's one reason we love to have him here, is to uh, have kind of two different personality types as well. Gus being a, a real deep, what we we call starfish in our in our personality types. I'm this shark, and so I'm going for trying to exactly what the Bible's saying. And he's like thinking about how it applies everywhere, and so it's just a really awesome combination. I think that you will enjoy. Um, but Gus, would you mind opening this up in some prayer as we get into we're going to get into John chapter 18, the second half of it. All glory be to God. Mm -hmm. And in your introduction, there, Lord, you said, or Lord, Rick. <laughs> You say that you're blessed to teach and to teach the truth to, to everyone. And I want to ask you, like they were asking in the day of Jesus, what is truth? Yeah, right. exactly. We'll get to that. What say you? <laughs> what is truth? Yeah, it's not, it's not what the mainstream media says. They said there is no truth. It's all relative, right? <laughs> it's what they say. But the truth is uh, the Lord God Almighty himself. <laughs> or a lot of what you hear today is, well, your truth or my truth. Right. If everybody had their own truth, then where's the unity in that, right? There's one right. truth. And was it John 17, 17, the Father says, the Lord, Jesus praying to the Father says, sanctify them with your truth. And he says, my word is truth. Yes. Word and that's God. what we're trying to somehow get people to turn their attention to the truth and, and start delving into it because you'll be blessed. Trust me. Mm -hmm. uh, let's pray. Mm -hmm. Abba Father, we come before you tonight, like every Friday night and every time we come together, Lord, because we come together specifically for you to dine on the table that you have set before us in the presence of our enemies. It's the living bread, not the manna from the Old Testament, the manna from heaven, which was a foreshadowing of you, but you are the real bread that comes down from heaven, the bread of life that nourishes our souls, Lord. And we just pray to you. We pray, Lord, that you minister through myself and Rick and anybody else here that might share with us tonight. Give them boldness. Lord, drop your spirit into their into their thinking, into their heart, and give them a scripture or word to share with us when we, at the end segment, where we look for questions or insights, Lord. We just pray that you're with us here tonight with with us here on the backstage and the B2 team members, as well as everybody in the sound of our voice, as well as anybody that might pick up and listen to a segment of this later, Lord, we pray that it's not us, it's your word that reaches out and touches them because your word is alive and it's quick and it's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the dividing asunder the joints and the marrow and the soul and the mm -hmm. spirit, Lord. We love your word. We love your kingdom, Lord. We're bringing it here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. 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 Jeremiah and I were praying just before this uh, same thing, Gus, and um, 
in, I'm just all, all lock you into the second screen there. So, uh, and, I, and I was praying in Hebrews 4:12 as well. That's a, that's just awesome. Um, hey, one you got a Clement sweatshirt, not to cut you off. It all says, right, cool. Uh, see you somewhere in the future. Yeah. You do right now. What's that say in the back? It says you look a lot better than you do right now. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that segment with Kim Clement when he played. You know, he always played music with his prophecies, and it was yeah. like you're, some, you're somewhere in the future, and you look a lot better than you do right now. You're somewhere. <laughs> so I see you somewhere in the future. I've noticed you that. You know, I didn't right really put that together. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I've listened Praise to so God. many of his prophecies. Um, hey, I want to let you know that I can throw stuff up on the screen now from backstage as well as Rumble. So if you're in Rumble, get in live chat, right? And so uh, let me know. Um, let's, let's just say hi and tell me where you're from. We'd love to put that up here. See, we have Missy saying, good evening from North Carolina. We'd like good to evening, Missy. Yeah, yeah. There's Paula actually uh, telling you how to go to blessedteach.com slash apps. And, uh, yes, thank you, Paula. Yeah, you can download the Apple or Google by searching B2T as well. I forgot about that. You can just go to the App Store and just search B2T. I think I'll find both apps, actually, the Neighborhood and the and the B2T. Got all the way from uh, evening. Oh, we're jumping over. And I think that jumping over from uh, the, the the every Friday at 3 p.m. CST, there's a Course of Heaven. Uh, so I think they're coming over from there and dies from England. And we have Wander from, from New Jersey here. <laughs> Holly from Thunder Bay in Canada. What were you going to say, Gus? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say, but Jeremiah asked in the backstage where I got the sweatshirt. And I got this gifted to me from Miss Donna Clement Petruska herself. Awesome. One of the shows, he says, I want you to have this. And I took it. I said, hey, I, I want to have it. So <laughs> praise God. All right. I think that's Shuri there from Chicago. I'm from Dallas area. Gus is in, in uh, I guess, from Alabama, but in, I mean, from New in Jersey. New York. Lived in Alabama. Now she's, he's back in New Jersey, right? <laughs> New York. New York. Oh, oh New York. Ah. State New York. That's right. You're up well, That's close. You're next to each other. So. That, that's right. That's right. So, uh, all right. Well, let's get rolling here. What we're going to do, and we'll start with um, this reading a little bit of the scripture, and then we'll dive into some beautiful music. We have Graves and Gardens, Your Grace is Enough, Raise a Hallelujah, and two new songs that we have coming that um, that just got developed, um, our 39th and 40th beautiful videos that we attach scriptures to. Um, I think you're going to love that, of Speak Jesus and not, Lord, I Need You. Um, so let's dig into a little bit of the scripture, Gus. Um, this is, again, John 18 is what I need to go to, don't I? And so we might get, we might get into a little John of, of John 19. But we went through, last Friday, the betrayal and arrest of Jesus. And we went through Jesus faces Annas and Annas? Is it Annas? Caiaphas. Annas and Caiaphas. Anna. I think it was Ananias. In, in yeah, other... Ananias is the, the, the long name for that. And Caiaphas. And then you have Peter d- denies Jesus there and then also we went into the high priest questions jesus and so this is where we will start right here and so i'll just read this this paragraph and then we'll dig into it a little bit uh it says the high priest then questioned jesus about the disciples and teaching and his teachings jesus answered him i have spoken openly to the world i have taught in synagogues yeah we did we covered this i'm sorry we did cover this last uh last uh, friday yeah i think and, we got up to about 28 yeah. we did just discuss how 
when Peter denied Jesus, right. and I looked at the scripture earlier, but prior to this, Jesus had said to him when, when Peter proudly said, I'll go with you to the death. Yeah. Jesus says, listen, dude, before you deny me th thrice, three times, the cock will crow twice, or vice versa, you know. So he prophesied to him, knowing he was going to fail. And why would he do that? Because he wanted to build people Peter's faith. So he would feel that conviction after after that he heard the, the rooster crow and know, surely this is the Son of God, and come repenting. That's all he wants from us. He wants us to see who he is and come to him. So right. isn't that amazing? Right here, Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. And then we ended that by showing, sure enough, um, the person, this, 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 this gal asked him, Did I not see you in the garden with him? And then for the third time, Peter again denied it. And at once the rooster crowed. Fulfilled prophecy, but like you said, it built, it built him up. That's, that's mm -hmm. what's amazing about it. That's what prophecy does. You, it's it's future proofs pass. It's like God tells his prophets a thing and then it comes to pass and then you know, hey, that's God and that's why prophets still talk today. A lot of people don't believe in the prophets, but what about the fivefold ministry? Mm -hmm. Which includes prophets. What about First uh, Corinthians chapter 12 that one of the gifts is prophecy so we can all talk and Rick you teach on that with uh, Nathan desires prophecy book, you're supposed to desire yeah. it right why would yes. the New Testament tell us that why would it say that in the end our our, our old men would would see dreams and our, our you know our daughters yeah, so Joel 2 3 through 8 I think it is or yeah. something like the Old Testament and then it was fulfilled on Acts uh, 2 through 3 8 and Acts mm -hmm. in the day of Pentecost and it's still happening folks he's still pouring out his spirit and by the way, we're going to have a lot of these prophets teaching you um, for 45 minutes to an hour every Monday night after our show. And we're going to have Amanda Grace on, Mary Crowley, Nathan French, who wrote the book that I love that's called God, uh, that it's not meant to be secret. God wants to speak to you. It's going to be a, a hearing from God series starting probably a week from Monday. And I'm reading so, it right now. It's, it's excellent. It's man, he's going to be on Manny Johnson. Uh, so thanks, guys, for helping organize that. So we'll start that a week from Monday. This Monday night, every Monday night's equipping night. So just put that in your calendar, and you'll get equipped with some of the best teachers in the entire planet, some of the best topics. We have, uh, had spot Scott Bitcoin um, from Inner Healing and Deliverance last week. So just put Monday nights on your calendars and, uh, and dedicate that to us. All right, so we, this is where the we want to start. Not to cut in again, Rick, but I feel the Holy Spirit want me to remind this. When I was in the shower today talking to him, I heard the fields are white for harvest, but I didn't feel like, I didn't hear it like, the fields are white for harvest, all religious. And then he says, the fields are ripe for harvest. There's people all around hurting, people needing, very needy people, people being held captive by spirits and they don't even know it. So... It's like he's looking for people to go out there and help people. Just that's hey, what better thing could you do but love on people and just help them, help them bring them into the kingdom of oneness in in, in God and in Christ. Amen, amen, and and uh, I love that getting the insights in the shower. Yeah. That that's a <laughs> the deep thinking. I think it's when um, hot water hits my head or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Saying> something. <laughs> All right. 
So let's get to this uh, scripture. So we start in verse 28 of chapter 18 of the book of John. It says, Then they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They themselves did not enter the governor's headquarters so that they would not be defiled. Interesting discussion. But could eat the Passover. So Pilate went outside to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man were not doing evil, we would not have delivered him over to you. Didn't answer the question, did they? Pilate said to them, That's what I was to say. <laughs> Why don't we take those first four verses uh, there? Yeah. Anything in there? Yeah, uh, I think the King James calls it something else, that word. Because I looked at it today and I said, What's that? And I looked in the other and it said... Uh, the headquarters or whatever there's a fancy word for it what verse is that 28 mm -hmm. yeah and it's interesting that this this account of the trial of jesus is in all four gospels so we get four different accounts on this right so while he's looking that up like matthews 27 mm -hmm. 2 and they bound him and led him away and delivered him over to pilate the governor right and you see that because that's matthew so we just read john's and you look at here the next one we get to mark and you've got as soon as it was morning the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes of the whole council and they bound jesus and led him away and delivered him over to pilate and then you'll see that also and and that and obviously that's the book of mark so and now and now you've got luke right here 23 1 then the whole company of them arose and brought him before pilate so this story mm -hmm. gives us these four different perspectives and john actually gives us a lot more detail we'll look into that as we as we go through but go ahead what are we talking about headquarters that i looked at had a fancy word for the hall of judgment i can't remember what that word was i thought it was right here in the king james but it must have been one of the other ones that i looked yeah. at but anyway but it's so the, the hall of judgment they didn't want to go in there because they didn't want to defile themselves for the past. it was the so, gentiles it was a gentile place right so mm -hmm. can't can't go in there that's uh it's interesting so this also uh in matthew 27 27 says then the soldiers of the governor took jesus into the governor's headquarters if you hit the little thing here it says greek the this is this maybe this is what you're looking praetorium. at that might have been the word i was looking for yeah yeah, yeah praetorium so but uh, again uh, and and they gathered the whole battalion before them isn't that interesting? It was a whole battalion, a Greek cohort, a tenth of the Roman legion, usually about 600 men. So can you imagine that? So there's like 600 men taking Jesus to the pilot, etc. right? So it's like this is a, they, they, uh, they, they, they were bringing down the, the whole army. <laughs> Maybe they were a little scared <laughs> when he said, I am. When he flew backwards, it's like, oh, we might need 600 dudes to hold this yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. We talked about them falling backwards last time, right? When they came yeah. and got him. Um, so this is... Or strictly intimidation, you know, like they do today. You know, they've yes. got all these uh, media people going against Trump for intimidation, if anybody's foolish enough to listen to them. Yeah. And um, you'll see here this whole part about being defiled that kind of goes back all the way at Acts 10 28 even talks about that and they and he said to to them you yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or visit anyone of another nation but God has shown me and this is interesting this is what we're gonna see um, in the book of Acts right 
is, but God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. So this is the whole mystery of the New Testament that we've been talking about. And this is who's speaking right here? Um, this right here is, um, it's, it's, one of, it's like Peter, I think it is. Yeah. In, in verse, yeah. verse 28, right? So it's not Jesus because it would be in red because I do have that turned on. But Peter lifted up saying, so it was Peter talking yes. about that. Yeah. Yes, and we know later on in the book of Acts, he had this the vision of the sheet coming down with the different animals on it. And he said, uh, get up and eat. And I have never ate anything unclean. He says, what the Lord has called clean, let no man call unclean. And That's clearly some of the Jews got it all wrong. They thought it was the bloodline that they were special and everybody else was destined to hell. But now if you look right back at the beginning at the promise with Abraham, the promise to Abraham that all nations would be blessed through his seed. That seed, Amen. not just being the seed descendants to Jesus, but they're referring to capital S seed, Jesus Christ himself. So we're all blessed, no matter what our bloodline is. When we come to the belief of Jesus Christ, become born again, we're saved. We are the Christ generation that lives forever. Yeah, we are the ones grafted into this tree of Israel, right? So Amen. don't forget that the original was Israel, right? There's a lot of anti-Israel truthers out there that don't understand a very important fact um, that we still have a biblical Israel right now that was restored in 1948. Yes. Even if evil people started it, the fact is it's a biblical Israel. Same land um, and all and these, I think. Yeah. Two, the reason why it's so special is because God made, they delivered the oracles. They were, Abraham was the chosen one. He started the Hebrew nation and everybody followed him. Mm -hmm. The oracles were delivered through them. Now, as you go through and read the stories in the Old Testament, they say anyone in your household, any servants, anyone from, you know, they had people from other races and everything else. And the blessing was upon all them in their household. They said, circumcise all in your house. So it wasn't just to the Hebrew people, it was to all the people through the Israel, uh, the Jewish people, but some of them just got it wrong. You know, yeah. they misunderstood it in a carnal sense, in a carnal mind. Um, yeah, you're a Jew by your heart. It's not not, right. not by the physical circumcision. It's the circumcision of your heart. What have you given your heart to the Lord? Right. And so even that, yeah. so, whether you're Jew or Gentile, that has to be there. Otherwise, you're not part of the promise. Mm -hmm. He is not a Jew who is one outwardly. And that mm -hmm. circumcision is not outward in the flesh, because that was a foreshadowing in the flesh of our procreate, of how we procreate. This is the right. way Gusology looks at it. Our yeah. heart is our procreative instrument in the spirit, because once it's circumcised by Jesus, we allow his seed in and we birth children in the kingdom for him. So it's uh, the circumcision is inwardly in our hearts when we're, our heart is circumcised by him. The moment we first believe and start following him amen amen and so back to this whole defilement and that was so cool that whole conversation came out of the fact that now that's gone right that whole um that that once jesus died and, and uh was resurrected you know 40 days later and um that at the 50th day which is the pentecost and it came all that all that holy spirit came down um, there's no more Jew or Greek or female or female, everybody, you know, female or male, they're Greek or slave or whatever. It's all, 
<laughs> it's one. <laughs> he and Jesus, Jesus and the Father, the Father and Jesus, you know, the Word and the Spirit, the Spirit and the Word, and we're in both, so it's like we're all one. But you can see the evil here. Here they are. Oh, I don't want to be defiled, so I want to, because I want to make God happy, and I, I want to be able to eat the Passover to make God happy, but yet I'm trying to actually have Jesus Kill crucified. <laughs> Trying to kill the actual Passover that it was foreshadowing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they want to eat this Passover, that's for sure. You know, oh, wow. And uh, then it says, so Pilate went outside to them and said, what accusation do you bring against him? And they answered, and if this man were not doing evil, we would not have delivered him over to you. They didn't even answer the question, right? <laughs> no, no, they avoided that question. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. The Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. I imagine that surprised Pilate. He's going, Okay, you bring this guy to me and you've already judged him to death without a trial, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to trick him and put the monkey on his back, let him kill him. And, say, and then afterwards they say, Well, I don't know. He killed him. We didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And this last sentence is, this was to fulfill the word that Jesus had spoken to show by what kind of death he was going to die. And we, mm -hmm. we, we see and that I'm a little sure bit. I'm sure there's a reference to that, then you probably have it. Yeah, there's a Matthew 20, 2019, where he is in red letters. Here he is saying, and deliver him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. And he will be raised on the third day. That's Matthew 20, 19. It's one of the places it talks thinking about it. All right. So let's get into Jesus said, thinking where Jesus said, destroy this temple and I'll build it back in three days. And they said, it took us 400 years to build this temple and you're going to build it back. And it's because they misconstrued thought he was talking about the physical temple. Mm -hmm. But he was talking about his body as the temple, which is the temple of the Lord, which temple we are when we're married to him because we are his bride and we're all one. Amen. That's why we do greater things than he did, because he went on to the Father. Think about it. We're all one. We're all tethered together by the same Holy Spirit, and we're doing the works that he did. Yeah, some all of those th things that he did, he turned graves to gardens, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. I'll read the first part of this, Gus, and you can, so the lyric that we're emphasizing, there's four lyrics we're emphasizing, we attach scripture to, the first one is, Lord, there is nothing better than you. You're the only one who can. Amen, amen. Exodus 8.10 says that you may know that there is one, no one like the Lord our God. No one like the Lord our God. And then we've got, I count everything as lost because of the sur surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Philippians 3.8. Yes, and then the second lyric we talk about is, You turn mourning into dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You have turned me for, you have turned for me mourning into dancing. That's Psalm 30, verse 11. And to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. That's Isaiah 61, 3. See, folks, we're singing God's word here is we're praising him. We're lifting his word up. It's amazing. You turn bones into armies. So I prophesied, and behold, rattling, and the bones came together, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet in exceedingly great army. That's Ezekiel 37, 7 through 10. 
I invite you to go read the whole chapter there and get into that story. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You, and the fourth lyric in this says, you turn seas into highways. <laughs> One of my favorites here, uh, because he's referring, of course, to the Red Sea that was parted. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove back, drove the sea back, and the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea and on dry ground. On Sorry about that. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's Exodus 14, 21 through 22. It's Amen. worship. Graves and the gardens.
for me my mornings of dancing. Give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning. Woo! This is one of our newer songs that we just got together over the last two or three weeks. And it's called Lord I Need You. You want to do the first part of these cuss? Yes, sir, and I'll do it with my microphone open so everybody can hear me. <laughs> Lord, I come, I confess, I need you, my righteousness, my one defense. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 Peter 2.24 Amen, amen, amen. Verse 2, you're the one that guides my heart. Where sin runs deep, your grace is more. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, Psalm 119, 105. And where sin increased, grace abounded all the more, Romans 530b. Amen. There's no sin, no sin, unless you refuse the Holy Spirit that he will not forgive. As long as you got breath in your lungs, he's calling your name. Third verse, to my song... Teach my song to rise to you when temptation comes my way, when I cannot stand, I will fall on you. I'll praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving, Psalm 6930. And after they had suffered a little while, the God of all grace with him will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, 1 Peter 510. Something about praising, something about praising just uh, just lifts your heart up because you can't be unhappy while you're truly praising and giving, giving it all to God. Amen. This is again one of the newer songs that we have. It's Lord, I need encourage you. worship. Encourage everybody to go off into a nice little quiet space if you're worried about people listening to you. Just let it roar, let it all out, because it feels good.
temptation comes my way And when I cannot stand, I'll follow you Jesus, you're my hope and stay And when I cannot stand, I'll fall on you Jesus, you're my All right, backstragers, the Holy Spirit's dropping that scripture in my mind about hope of glory, which is Christ in you. Somebody find that scripture we talked about just the other night and drop it in the chat for me. Let's do one more song here. We're in the mood. Sounds good to me. It says, your grace is enough. That's first my verse. grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Corinthians 12, 9, and 8. Great is your faithfulness. You lead us by still waters. His mercies never come to an end. They are never, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 23, and Psalm 23, 2, one of everybody's favorites, I think. He makes me lie down by green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Hallelujah. Remember your people. Remember your promise. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. Psalms 119, 49, and 50. New Living Translation. Great is your love and justice, God. Amen. Psalm 57.10 says, For great is your love reaching to the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. And for the Lord is a God of justice blessed. All the wait on him, and it's Isaiah 30, verse 18, is God. The grace yeah. is enough.
never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. All right. Um, did, what, what a beautiful song here there, Gus. <laughs> you know, when I go to, uh, you ever go to Robin Bullock's church? They have all the little kids 
right up in front dancing to the praise music and okay. it just does something to your heart because it like it it really convicts you it's like man i used to be like that when i was a little kid <laughs> and look yeah. at the world look what the world has done to me it makes me feel like oh, i can't do that because that's unnoble you know but man i'm just forgetting about all that i'm coming as a little child mm -hmm. that's exactly it's right fun. i love that <laughs> praise god all right so i was just looking at some of these we got we got david elijah saying to whom god would make no one that is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory colossians 1 thank 7. you days of elijah 21 that's the scripture i was looking for bro was it was it the one okay yeah, that's it christ right. in us Today's is the hope of glory it's about getting christ in us and sharing it with this fields that are ripe for harvest they're waiting for us mm -hmm. you know all you gotta do is live life and just encounter people all day long and just spread jesus with them just it's not religious it's just natural to the believer i love it at christ in you i love a similar one is galatians 2:20, right that talks about uh, i've been crucified with christ it is i who no longer live but christ who lives in me right <laughs> amen, amen. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay, let's dig into the rest of uh, John chapter 18 here. So we went through um, verse... Let's make sure I get back to the right one here. Here we are. We, Jesus before Pilate, 28 through 32. Now we're in my kingdom is not of this world. So here's a... Uh, maybe you want to read this part, Gus? I sure will. I can find my... Walmart cheaters here. Here they are. My kingdom is not of this world. Verse 33. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord or did others say it to you about me? He asked him, Is it hearsay or do you know this? You know, you hear it for yourself. Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? He's trying to escape your reason, you know. And uh, your own nation and chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not of this world. And I think right there, you know, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. It's not the people we're fighting with. It's the spirits that are within them that are holding them captive unbeknownst to them. And we're here to set them free by yes. loving on them. Amen. Casting them out. Then Peter, then Pilate said to him, So you are a king? And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And if you remember, that was the question I asked you in the beginning, Rick. What is truth? Yes, and then, of course, uh, the world saying, Oh, it's relative, whatever it is to that person, right? 
and uh, purposely trying to take down the country, purposely trying to kill us from within, right? Um, it's interesting that this, 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 so Pilate entered his headquarters again, right? And called Jesus and said to him, are you king of the Jews? So this is, are you king of the Jews is in all four gospels as well, right? So it's really interesting. You'll see here in Matthew 27, where it says, now Jesus stood before the governor and the governor asked him, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, you have said so. So what's interesting about this, this is what you're talking about with different witnesses, right? That you'd bring into a court of law or whatever and they're telling it from different perspectives. You can see how summarized this is because this is this is basically saying in the book of Matthew here that are you the king of the Jews? And there wasn't much, con and then it says you have said so, right? You'll see that in John, but he gives us a lot more detail. So John's giving us a lot more mm -hmm. detail. So if we, uh, it says, but when he, he accused by the chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. So here's two, two things, Are the king of the Jews, and he gave no answer. Incredibly consistent, but, it, but John gives us more detail. That's what's kind of cool about having multiple witnesses. Then Pilate said to him, do you not hear how many things they've testified against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. So that is, again, is Matthew's uh, of this similar account, right? If I go into Mark's, you'll see almost the exact same thing. And Pilate said to him, are you the king of the Jews? He answered, you have said so. And the chief priest accused of many things. And the Pilate again asked him, have you no answers to make? See how many charges they have against you? But Jesus made no further answer so that Pilate was amazed. That's one reason why they called them some synoptic gospels. This is Matthew, Mark, and, and, and uh, Matthew, Mark, and, and Luke as these synoptic gospels. Well, John's a little bit different because he gives a lot more detail and he goes in depth and he's got a different reasoning for what he's doing, right? And it's interesting to see that Luke was was a historian. At doc, he was a doctor, but he gave so much details. We, they use him as a archaeological historian, right? But Matthew and Mark wrote either to the Jews or the Gentiles more more languages. So we have all these different beautiful gospels teaching us different uh, from different perspectives is what we're getting here. And then you'll see here in Luke more the historical guy that's, you know, the doctor. And they began to accuse him saying, we found this man misleading to our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar and saying he himself is the Christ, a king. A pilot asked him, are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, you have said so. But you see how right now we got more detail here from Luke that we didn't have anywhere else talking about all these, um, and this was obviously an incorrect charge, like they do on Trump all the time, right? <laughs> uh, we found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar. And we know from multiple um, examples that he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, right? And so we know they're lying here. Um, but isn't that cool that we see this? Um, but when we go back to the, the, this account from John, are you the king of the Jews? Um, he actually has a big discussion with Pilate before he is going to say all the way in the next chapter, all the way in chapter 19, when they made all these excuses and Jesus gave no answer, right? So it just shows you we get a lot more detail in the book of John in this circumstance. Um, and mm -hmm. so when he said, um, uh, um, uh, we, we get to see what Pilate says, which aren't in other gospels. We get to see more detail about what Jesus said. So that is the beautiful part about having multiple witnesses. Luke tells us a bunch of accusations that were lies. So pulling all four things together, we get this rich, beautiful story in much more detail. That's the gospels, all four of them coming together.
Amen. Amen. I would challenge folks out there, if you haven't got a Bible, or if you want to, you're going to look in, get a new one, get a reference Bible, because uh, oftentimes they're very good, but you'll find more references beyond that through the Holy Spirit. But they'll put those little letters and numbers, and it'll be over the side column, and it'll take you back to the Old Testament to show you where it was spoken in Psalms or one of the books of the Torah. Uh, and it's the fulfillment that was a foreshadowing of this happening now and there's like I said there's 365 plus prophetic scriptures that God laid before us before the coming Messiah and they all came true in Jesus Christ and if you really get a grasp of that it proves the validity of Jesus Christ being the Son of God the Word of God from the beginning that was with God and was God became a flesh man it's, it's amazing amazing yes and that and uh, that just reminded me, if you go back and really dig in, into any of these electronic Bibles, the one I'm using right now is called um, Bible Gateway, right here, right? And, um, mm -hmm. you know, Gus talked about his glasses being his cheaters. My cheaters in preparation for a lot of just talking with you guys is turning this button on right here, cross-references, right? And when I have those cross-references on, you'll see all what he was talking about, all right? So... Mm -hmm. So when, uh, when I just showed you those four references to the Bible, um, I wasn't going through and, and remembering where all these verses were and spending an hour on that. I basically went to verse 32 um, that we just talked about. Just kind of let you guys know how you can dig into this. This is just the way I'm doing it. And, uh, and I, you know, I was talking about the king of the Jews. I was talking about in verse 33, right? And right here it talked about the king of the Jews and there's this AP right here. That's the cross-reference, mm -hmm. boom. And that one says John 12 through 11. So I actually had found it at a different place um, that it talked about all this. It was actually up higher, so it wasn't that wasn't a great example. But it'll show you all these different references to where you see all this. Because I think this was one, it actually, I think I found it when they were talking about he's going to the headquarters right here. There it is, Matthew, Mark, Luke, right? So mm -hmm. very cool way to be able to quickly find, like Gus was talking about, um, is use the cross-reference tool in some of these electronic Bibles, right? But make sure you get a, your own Bible too, because we're gonna have that potentially 10 days of silence or maybe even more, right? Or three days of silence or four days of silence or maybe even more silence, right? Make sure you have your physical Bible as well. But this is a beautiful tool, the cross-reference page options that you can use in Bible Gateway and many other electronic Bibles, right? As we were looking at, at, at verse 33 here. Um, but but I, I had taken it from somewhere else and pulled those four in because um, it said King of the Jews in all of them. And uh, so I brought it down here to the King of the Jews for, your, for, for the teaching today. But you can see that's not rocket science, right? So um, this isn't like some brilliant guy named Rick who's, who's blessed to teach to go find these things. No, I get blessed to teach because I am looking around and finding all this awesome information. And I get to, and I get to, and that just deepens my faith. And it's so awesome. You can do the same thing. You can be blessed to teach. And what I mean by that is you can, as you're, preparing to, to, to learn and teach others you just go use those cross-reference tools and other tools to learn learn this uh, isn't that mm -hmm. awesome nothing better than feeding yourself with the word of the lord mm -hmm. because we speak from the abundance of our heart whatever's in there that we believed in our past is stored in there like seed and growing right so want to get those false notions the lies experiences from childhood or your past or whatever what's called strongholds you want to get those plucked out of your heart you want to fill it with the word of god so 
naturally his word up from your belly flows rivers of his living water his spirit his word so you want to become like a fountain you want to become like Psalm, Psalm 1 a tree planted by the rivers of living water that living water is his Ooh, word amen. praise God amen the living water and that, and that, and that's, guys. I just want to let you know, just, just real quick. I'm gonna come on to come to this view real quick. Is that's what this ministry of blessed teaching is all about? It's about equipping, it's equipping you, right? So, so it's a lot. It's about about setting captives free, like Gus was talking about earlier. It's about actually doing this inner healing, healing, healing the the brokenhearted. Um, but it's also equipping you, right? We're building disciples, and so that's why. Um, a lot, a lot of people wouldn't have shown you my trick, if you will, a shortcut of finding all these beautiful references, right? But I want you to be able to be equipped, to be able to quickly find cool references and get deep into the Word of God, right? I think you'll really enjoy that as we move forward in our teachings on Fridays and Sundays, as well as what I do on Mondays and Thursdays. So uh, equip yourself with the Word of God, right, Gus? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, so I think I can't yeah, remember. I thought I had a hunk of hair hanging out of the side of my head there, right there, and then I had to kind of move over, and it's a shiny thing behind me. And <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to make Sorry a you're trying to make a halo boat. over yourself. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually leaking out of the side of my head. Or, oh, this side, Boop, right there. So. That's right. And, um, yeah. and, and I'm then, going the wrong way. It's backward this way. Yeah, I know we went we went um, all in a in a deep area right here just all talking about the kingdom and the different verses and everything so where were we um i thought oh yeah this what is truth is really important i think um, um oh yeah I mean, yeah we talked about what? another place in the my kingdom is daniel 7 4 i wanted to show just the old testament reference here and you know what is jesus kingdom when he says i'm not of this kingdom and to him was given dominion and glory a kingdom that all peoples nations and language should serve him his dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed right and that's contradictory to what we spoke of earlier than when they said that uh, all the other kings were jews and all the gentiles are different yeah. right exactly to hold, right. it's to the whole all people's nations and languages should serve him Oof, completely different. So why they thought it was going to be some military leader that was going to take over the Romans and all the Gentiles were still going to be defiled, right? Obviously, the mystery of Christ and the mystery of the church uh, is all about just what this says in Daniel all the way back in their scripture, right? <laughs> he was and, uh, delivered about every person he chose as the disciples. He's delivered about every person he visited. The woman caught in adultery, where was the man? And talk about him. You know, uh, the woman at the well who had five other husbands. Mm -hmm. She was a Samaritan. Oddly enough, they had five gods that they served, I think, in the Old Testament. So it's like a spiritual metaphor there, too. It's deep, deep, mm -hmm. deep. But, yeah, he deliberately went. He sat with the sinners and the publicans. He didn't come to heal the healthy. He came to heal the sick. Right. The ones that need So... Yeah, it's one of my memory verses. I love that. It talks about, I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. Right? Um, you see here in John seven fourteen, he's also talking about this kingdom. It says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So the good news is not only Jesus is not of the world. If you're following him and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you're not of the world as well. Think about it. You got 
the world and you got the word and if you think l is for lucifer you pull the lucifer out of the word okay. the world and you got word left over <laughs> i like that <laughs> so take 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 this uh, little l out of here get lucifer out of the world and and you got the word of god <laughs> which is truth we were just talking about yeah. that right and that brings us Man. right to this Pilate said to him what is truth what is truth doesn't that sound like the world right now mm-hmm yeah that you think the Bible, what is what's going on yeah <laughs> yeah that is uh, exactly what we see here in uh, verse 38 um, one thing that you say uh, when you say you say that I'm a king as also it's talking about here Luke 22 70 talks about that so they all said are you the son of God then and he said to them you say that I am so the same type of response that Jesus gave here was when they were talking about him being the son of God right not only is the king he's a lot more than the king he's not a lot more than mm -hmm. the king of just the Jews as well who is he really he's the son of God and, I think uh, he didn't come out and say it. He just want to tell people. He wants people to find out who he is yep. on their own. He is truly the Son of God. And the more, and and it says he is the author and finisher of our faith, mm -hmm. and he is the Word of God. So the more we're in this Word and planting it in us, the more it builds and grows our faith. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, we'll get back to some music. I just wanted to go through a few more things when it says for this purpose I have come into the world right what purpose was that well um, and if you look at John 12 which we already studied earlier right it says now is my soul troubled and what shall I say father save me from this hour this is the garden against enemy right but for this purpose I have come to this hour his purpose yes. was to be crucified his purpose was to let Pilate do what he's going to do here. Another mm. passage in Romans 14, 9, where it says, For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. He came here to die and live again. That was his purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Let me say, what and is Lord of the dead and the living can really be taken as you know there was people that died from Christ's time back to the beginning that after he died he went down into the depths of hell and preached to them and led captivity free, you know, and then even walking around on earth today we have dead people spiritually dead people and living people. He's Lord of both. Uh, he mentioned Jacob earlier, and every time I see Jacob or Israel, myself, I refer to Jacob as our carnal self in Israel after he wrestled with the the angel of the Lord, and he became Israel, so he's born again. So one is the carnal man, the first birth. One is the second birth, where he became Israel. More Gusology. You have to really study it for yourself and see what you see in it, but... I love it. He's we here love it. We, we love, Gus, we love Gusology. Jeremiah. Jeremiah loves your hair. We were on Gus's hair. You are talking about. <laughs> uh, what do we have? Faith comes by hearing, is what Jeremiah is saying there. Annette um, mm -hmm. saying, Jesus never had to defend himself or confirm who he was. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, I guess... Um, Lord is backstage is saying the chosen was amazing last night. I'll be going there tomorrow. 
Um, I'm real excited about that with all my family. Um, my brother Rob, you guys know, most of you know Rob, and as well as, uh, well as a lot of the family, all the people I moved from Denver, um, mother-in-law as well as sister-in-law. So it's going to be fun to go to The Chosen. Uh, that would be a beautiful time. But let's let's go into another song. So we finish up the last part, and it's uh, we'd love to have your comments on some of what we've been talking about too. But this is that newest song that we have called Speak Jesus. Can't remember where we are. Uh, I think you're, you're doing the white. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. So the first verse is, I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and mind. Mm. Jesus. If you confess your with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10.9 Declaring there is hope and freedom. Mm-hmm. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope. 1 Peter 1.3 mm-hmm. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Galatians 5.1 and the third verse to highlight is your name is power and healing and life mm-hmm. behold i have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you luke ten nineteen. jesus said to him i'm the way the truth and the life john fourteen six. amen a lot of people argue that but right there in that line you're believing the God of this Bible, the God of the Word of God. It's His Word. He tells us right there. He's given us that authority over the enemy. Mm-hmm. We have it. We possess it when we believe in Him and trust in Him. And the fourth verse is, you break every stronghold and burn like a fire. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. For our God is a consuming fire. To worship to I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus.
speak Jesus over every soul within the sound of my voice and even those who listen to the recording later because the power is in the word mm-hmm. when it's heard hallelujah hallelujah all right hallelujah. we raise a hallelujah hallelujah meaning a joyous praise in song and Yah refers to Yahweh, God. Put together, we joyfully praise God in song. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95 and 1. Hallelujah. <laughs> Second uh, verse, uh, lyric here says, In the presence of our enemies. In the presence of our enemies, you prepare a table before us in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Psalm 23 5. Our weapon is a melody. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, The Lord set an ambush against the man who had come against Judah so that they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. 2 Chronicles 20, 21, 
in 23 or through 23. Woo! The power of uh, power (laughs) of praise. And the fourth lyric here is, Heaven comes to fight for me. Yes, in Deuteronomy 3.22, You shall not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Amen. Let's raise a hallelujah.
come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. All right, before we get to that, we'll do that uh, maybe as we end here. We'll finish up this last part of 18, the last paragraph. And this is, um, after he had said this, he went back outside the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. This is Pilate speaking, obviously. But, and this is the second time he said this, right? But you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So do you want me to release you, the king of the Jews? They cried out again, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber, actually a murderer, an insurrectionist as well. Any thoughts on yeah. that uh, paragraph there? Barabbas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Barabbas was a rough dude. Mm-hmm. Be kind of like uh, maybe today um, releasing Epstein instead of Trump or something like that. You know, it's or Antifa uh, or Black Lives Matter people burning down cities. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And there's a reference to this uh, in Leviticus. It's sixteen twenty one twenty two to the scapegoat where. Uh, in the Old Testament, <clears throat> they would take a scapegoat, swap him out, and the and the high Leviticus priest. Leviticus sixteen and what? I think it's sixteen. Leviticus sixteen twenty one. Okay. Um, and they would put all the sins. The uh, high priest would put all the sins of the people on the scapegoat's head, and then send them off into the wilderness. And if you think of you know, they let the bad guy go and made Jesus our scapegoat. And he put all our sins on him. And the wilderness he went to was death. You know, uh, the ultimate wilderness. And, of course, we all know the end of the story. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. It was the boomerang effect that we're going to see today, Lord. Amen. With all these things going on, it's going to be a swift turnaround. It's going to open up even more eyes mm-hmm. to the reality of our God. Because yes. no man's going to save us out of this trouble that we're in right now. But Jesus Christ he, it, himself, the I am, he's working in many of us. Yeah, in high places, in low places. But you know, he shared with me today. I'm sitting there doing some dishes at the sink. And he says, let me, let me go back to what I heard. Um, I have myself hidden in the meekest among you the most humble the ones who pride thinks are unworthy because they're not notable but i'm watching there's something to that effect so and i think of the other scripture it says be careful of entertaining strangers because uh, some people have entertained angels unawares mm-hmm. he's always watching and we never know he can come to us as in the Old Testament through many different types and shadows. He used a burning bush at one time, uh, you know, and he didn't become a flesh man, of course, until the New Testament. And we know now why he came for that, to fulfill the scriptures and to rescue us, to set the captives free ultimately and, and break the curse that was in the garden. So be looking for him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Be, be kind to every soul because whatever, whatsoever you do to the least of me, these you have done it unto me, saith the Lord. 
Yes. Um, and you see here, even so, the judge here obviously I find no guilt in him, and you you'll see that also in Luke 23, where it says the Pilate said to the chief priest and the crowds, "I find no guilt in this man." So I just find it striking that you have the judge who had the power to crucify him saying, "I find no guilt to him," and there was never a change in that in that uh, result. Um, but they get they 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 they're going to in verse 19, which we'll get into next Friday. Um, we'll start insisting that he's dead, right? That they die. And if you look at uh, um, we're talking about Barabbas here, and Acts 34 kind of confirms this. But you denied the holy and righteous one, and asked for a murder to be granted to you. All right. So this is uh, this it does remind me a lot of this whole thing about. The J6ers, for instance, are just righteously, um, most of them, protesting, and then uh, the Black Lives Matter people all be thrown, all be let in that. Not only do they get not get prosecuted, they also get let out of jail, even when they burn something down. Right? It's amazing what we're going through right now. Man, they're paying. They're paying. Remember, Kamala Harris was paying, collecting monies for to, for the release of those people. Mm-hmm. That were burning down cities and whatnot. Yeah, the the robber they freed was a picture of us in our sin. That Jesus died for us all. Amen in it. Yeah. <laughs> like corn pop. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a little more powerful than, in my mind. I perceive him to be more powerful, more stronger, and vigorous than corn pop. Corn pops like somebody called grandfather, you know, that's falling apart. Yeah. Not to speak bad about anybody's grandpa, because we all have them. <laughs> but that not is like chapter, That is chapter 18, <laughs> and obviously we're getting into chapter 19 where this continues, the trial of Jesus. Uh, but one thing we can learn from this is that uh, that God's justice is different than our, the man's justice, and I think we're starting to see that in our land as well. Um, but in the end, who won the victory here, right? It was mm. it, it was uh, the Lord. The Lord God gave us uh, amazing things. The new kingdom, the kingdom that cannot be shaken, that will never end, right? So His purpose, He came down here for, like we were talking about before, was uh, was an amazing purpose, right? Um, what I keep hearing in my spirit was to go toward that. Yeah. And lastly, you know, he, that Christ died and lived again. Right, so that's uh, that's what his purpose was. Go ahead, Gus. And I keep hearing my spirit in the last couple of days. Is I hear it over and over again, so it must be something he once said. It's uh, he who laughs last laughs loudest. And you know, mm-hmm. I watched the spew. Well, I didn't watch it. I seen segments of it on on uh, the on the Clinton News Network. I like to watch the enemy and see what you're talking about. It's always about Trump and this and that, and, you know, the, uh, and glorifying the other side. But uh, is, isn't it uh, interesting that they're all laughing now because they think they've got them defeated, but it's not over yet. I truly believe we're going to see these Trump cases reversed. It's going to spring back like a boomerang right in their face, like an Esther moment where it flips over and let's see how they respond to that they'll be yeah. pulling their hair i think but
but hopefully it'll be enough to show them that there is a real God and, and maybe if there's time they'll repent and they'll come to our side and of love, life, peace, joy, long suffering, patience, you know, all good things. Why doesn't anybody want to join in this? It's because of pride, wanting to be right, wanting to be smarter than God Almighty himself that created them. It's it's truly sad. They're being held captive. We've got to remember that and that we're not wrestling flesh and blood and there's spiritual entities that are affecting them through their emotions because that's what the enemy does. He triggers our emotions. That's why half of what you see on news is, oh, it's always the little children getting killed in the hospitals and women, pregnant women and children for some reason. The bombs just hit them all the time. It doesn't hit any grown men or, you know, it's always propaganda to incite and rage and emotion against those you know to get to justify going into another war or something you know and we just need to just pray just keep praying to jesus he'll turn this thing around like he did in esther amen amen wanted to ask you guys what what was your favorite song tonight that we played uh, so type that in the backstage or in the tab. So was it? So I'll give you the songs we played. We started with Graves to Gardens, then we went to Lord, I Need You. We said Your Grace is Enough. We said Speak Jesus, Raise a Hallelujah. So which one? Graves to Gardens, Lord, I Need You. Your Grace is Enough. Speak Jesus, Raise a Hallelujah. Which of those uh, six songs? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five songs. Is and we'll play one more when we leave here. Um, I would say, secondly, if we could, Rick, once they get that out of there, make that decision, if they have any songs that they love, that they'd like to see us convert into this format, drop those in there for us, and maybe we'll pray about it and uh, include it in our playlist. Yep, yep. If you guys have a favorite song that you love, let us know. We always have that open put that you can go to info at blessedteach.com or go into our neighborhood even better and put it in there Linda's saying the new ones that would include 49 and 39 which would be Lord I need you and speak Jesus with the two new ones we had so what about you guys on rumble what do you guys think what was your favorite song for tonight um, even put it in the chat we'd love to know um, what your favorite song was tonight we're gonna end with a Another one you can put as your favorite too, and uh, that is "Open the Eyes of My Heart." And uh, keep forgetting where we are, Gus. But uh, I think I'm the white and you're the blue, if not okay. mistaken. I believe. So, on the white, uh, verse one: "Open the eyes of my heart, Lord." Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what the hope to which he has called you. Ephesians 1.18. Amen, isn't that what it's all about? And secondly, we've got to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. Isaiah 57.15. And he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. Matthew 7, 2. Amen. And thirdly, I got clearly got the easy part and the shortest part to read here, but thirdly, I'll try to stretch it out so you feel good. Right? 
Pour out your power and love. <laughs> and what is the immeasurable greatness of power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? Ephesians 1.19 Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Amen. Amen. We can't define it. He defines it for us, right? And then finally, the fourth verse we want to highlight is a big one. As we sing, holy, holy, holy. Yes. And there's like a couple of verses here. One from the Old Testament, New Testament. Isaiah 6, 3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. In Revelation 4, it says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. He says, Be holy as I am holy.
Chagas. <clears throat> it's a beautiful night. Um, any uh, last thoughts on chapter 18, the trial of Jesus? <laughs> uh, the thing keeps ringing through to me is that uh, Pilate, Cephas, none of them wanted to claim it. They all wanted him dead, but nobody... Well, I don't know. I think Pilate... Because I think his wife was a believer and talking to him, having dreams and such. You don't need to do nothing with this man. He's a holy man. So he was wanting to wash his hands clean of it, you know. But we know through the scripture that they had to take place. Because if they didn't take place, God wouldn't be true. He wouldn't be God. So everything had to be fulfilled just as it was to save us. Otherwise, we wouldn't be saved today, you know. So... It's all a blessing, even though he had to endure what he endured. That's why we love him so much. And I I would just encourage everybody not to just let that slip by your mind. Like, yeah, Jesus 2,000 years ago died for me. Just really think about, as he was, he came just like we did. Through his mother's womb, he was born like us. He felt like us. He felt all the emotions we feel. He lived as a human being. He didn't come as an angel or some other creative being he came as one of us to be one of us to be our high priest so he's touched with all the infirmities that we're touched with so he'd have understanding when we pray to him and no other religion has that no other religion has where God delivered his word through his very people beforehand and then had it take place to prove himself to us so we have security in him a foundation to stand on which is his word Mm -hmm. So shield and buckler and everything. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Awesome. <laughs> Love the word of the Lord. Love God. And the way everything's happened, you definitely have the halo over your head right now, man. So it's like <laughs> that's what happens when you accept Christ and start teaching it and start penetrating into your soul. Look at that halo over Gus's head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Gloriam. It says he is a tabernacle in us. We are his holy temple. That's right, Missy. That's saying right. thank you guys for what you do for the kingdom. You are a blessing. Thank you, Missy. Um, tell you what, let me uh, close us out in some prayer tonight. We'd love to have you every Friday to go over the Book of John. We're almost finished with it. We'll continue to teach every Friday at 5 p.m. CST, and then we also go through Word and Worship on Sunday at 10 a.m. We'll be in the Book of Ephesians there. Probably do communion on tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow, I'm sorry, Sunday morning as well. So again, we do this four times a week with this beautiful music. Mondays, Thursdays after the show, and then Friday at five o'clock and Sunday at. 10 a.m. CST times. All right. With that, let me. You know, can uh, I say that. just one more little thing that I sure. feel like the Lord's like trying to get my attention? When I was in the uh, shower yesterday, I think it was, he was saying, because I've really been working on here, just hearing from daily, like you, Rick, you've been a real encouragement to me, and your faith is strong, so strong. Uh, maybe sometimes I don't express that to you, but you really are a blessing. Uh, watching your faith grow and watching your experience and your walk with God. And I was sitting there and uh, I think meeting Nathan French this weekend, he's such a blessing, such an encouragement, he's infectious, his laughter's infectious, his whole 
demeanor and everything is just the reality of the the kingdom of God and what we're called to be, you know, to help people and and I, I perceive to be God. He says, Gus, I've been talking to you all along. What you have to do is decipher between your thoughts, the enemy thoughts, and my thoughts, but I've been talking to you all along. Amen. Try to write them down. And I encourage everybody, not just in the shower, but throughout the day, look for him. Because he'll talk to you through na nature. I've had him talk to me through nature and in all sorts of things. And then once you have that, write it down so you don't lose it or share it with somebody. Because he comes to us to flow through us. Faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So we've got to, if we hear him say something, just follow through with it. And then you'll feel you'll feel that tangible anointing kind of flowing flow through your heart and lift your heart up and give you a little joy and the more you do that it's just it's great i just want to encourage everybody to try to hear from god themselves amen that's awesome thank you, guys. Lord. thanks so much thank you, Jesus. and i just want to pray us out uh what a beautiful uh, man of god we have there um such so a pleasure to teach with Gus every Friday night so uh, make sure you join us and put that on your calendar as well um, Heavenly Father just thank you so much for the beautiful blessings you give us every day we see them with, with your very creation you know just like uh, many people call it the general revelation verse Lord and we just love it and that is uh, Romans 120 as far since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen so that people are without excuse. We know, Lord, that we can understand your creation by what has been made. So thank you for your creation. Thank you for babies and puppies and kittens and really just our family and friends, Lord. And right now I'm going to ask, Lord, that you bring unity back in to everyone family and friendships that has been divided over these last five or six years or even longer since the enemy's trying to divide us and conquer our countries from within we by the power of jesus name say no by the power of jesus name and the bloody shed force by the power of that blood and his name we bind the rulers and authorities of powers of this dark world we usher in and loose angels of all ranks and divisions to help us stay on our path and to bring unity back into our families, unity back into our friendships. Lord, where that unity is all resolved around the truth, which Gus was talking at the very beginning of this episode, and that's the truth of your word. May we, may many of our families, many of our friends, turn to you and to your word of God for truth. May that truth unite us all. We say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, we, again, will be, uh, you can download the new app. Remember that, blissedteach.com slash apps to get the links. Or you can just church search B2T, B2T on the app stores, and you will find both the apps there, uh, the brand new one, B2T Mysteries app, which gives you access to everything that we're doing here. So with that, uh, uh, Gus, anything else that you have? Shalom. Shalom, shalom. If everybody wouldn't mind unmuting and uh, backstage and saying uh, goodbye. 
Thank you from both of you. Shalom. 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 Thank you. Shalom. There's Kevin. There's Elizabeth. There's Lourdes. All right. We love you all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Shalom. 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 Yeah. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> peace. In his presence is love. In his presence is joy. Yes. That's why we love you all. Because <laughs> there is love here. That was good, brother Jomar. <laughs> that was good. Hallelujah. <laughs> Where is just sound? <laughs> love you guys. Have a good one. See you next yeah. time. Bye. Love you. Have a great Bye. weekend. See you there. Yes. Bye. Bye, Linda. Bye.